Rashida Tlaib gets schooled on electricity. A crazy Democrat runs over an 18-year-old Republican. And Mark Zuckerberg cannot dodge his complaints. All of that in about an hour. However, this is Faith, Family, and Politics. Welcome back. And all these fine gentlemen around me, to my left. You didn't introduce yourself. I don't do that. <laughs> They'll find out who I am. <laughs> to my left, the amazing Sterling. Makes them sound magical, I think. Sometimes, yeah. And of course, Louis. The man. Hello, how you doing? How's everything? <laughs> and your normal host. I wouldn't say extraordinary normal. host. There we go. Could <laughs> we? Go. Uh, I can't speak today. I'm sorry. Gonna be leading us with the message, but yes. Josh Cummins. Yes, appreciate you having me on. I'm your guest host, Fine. Alan McFarland, and uh, <laughs> nice, nice dramatic delays and yeah, pauses yeah. here yeah. while my brain's catching up from not hosting for several weeks. So, um, anyway, do you want to? Tell us what we're, do you want to leave some prayer, actually? I'll get your format down here in a second, I promise. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, you actually uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Revolver Broadcasting just before we kick into everything, if you don't mind. This is my favorite prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, certainly we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But um, uh, just just to let people know, we've got some exciting things coming up. We do have, um, all of our shows uh, are, are currently, uh, you can find them all in one place right now, uh, at least while Facebook allows it. The Rumble links are all there for you to just go to Revolver Broadcasting uh, on Facebook and all of our links, every one of our shows. That includes this show right here, Faith, Family, and Politics. That includes Alan's show, The Laughing Libertarian, getting a new episode very, very soon. Sunday. Sunday. It's coming. So the day after, you're probably watching this. Uh, yes. Potentially. Um, and then if you're watching this on time, as it is. Oh, do so. <laughs> yeah. You need to. And then, you know, uh, Louis's show, Rodriguez Rants. That's also on there, and uh, what is the truth about with dot 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 with Danny is also to be found on there. And we've got some more shows that are coming down the pike. Uh, website that's being uh, heavily worked on by the guy that's uh, currently producing, Cam Reed, um, putting in all kinds of work for us. <laughs> he's uh, he's the man when it comes to that. Um, we've got comic books that are, are coming down the pike as well. Uh, Cam's also a part of that with uh, our head writer Jeremy Hess. Uh, as soon as he gets better from his. Uh, his uh, um, operation. Operation, yes. Uh, he came through okay, so thank you for the prayers. I'm sure he appreciates it. Uh, we want to show him some love. So, uh, yeah, certainly comment, 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 and uh, let him let him know how much you love him. Subscribe. Yeah, and subscribe. Yes, thank share, you, Sterling. Share, share. share all the good stuff, right? And like this. You know, you should you should already like it. Just yeah. make sure you if hit you that not, like. Yeah. You did remind me like at the beginning of Aladdin with the guy outside the cart selling things. <laughs> we have comic books. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff coming here. Well, and eventually we're going to have merchandise as well. So um, I'm excited about that as well. Um, oh man. Yeah. The words I want to put on shirts. <laughs> They're not allowable on this show. But That's, fair. Certainly. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you'll, yeah. want, you'll want those shirts for sure when they no, do. It's literally <laughs> just going to be a shirt that says the words I want to put on. people like i just wear it for the flag on the shoulder don't don't judge me for what it says oh the things that alan says and then it's dot 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 (laughs) (laughs) don't say that danny's gonna put me on a show find find out at latin libertarian (laughs) i like that i like it with a qr on the back cam's hand signaling it we got uh get back into the message yeah um so (laughs) i don't think cam was making us move on i don't know i don't know what he was doing he may have been cracking it i think he was cracking it Oh, supportive. Oh, it was supportive. It was supportive. 
okay. That's much better than when Sterling's back there. That's true. I'm just guys. We want Cam back there, not Sterling. He he really like lays it down. We gotta keep moving it forward. <laughs> Looks like that kind of guy, doesn't he? <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> hello, Josh. We we do have a message uh, tonight, and um, oh, we got uh, a lot of messages. Yeah. But this one in particular, uh, the, the title is "The Dangerous Temptation of Lust." Um, I wanted to go with this title because uh, for me, it's actually it's it's personal. It's a uh, the hardest struggle that, that I have personally. Um, and especially cause it's plastered everywhere. Uh, uh, I mean, you can't walk out your door without it being thrown at you one way or the other. And we'll get into that. Um, but yeah, the dangerous temptation of lust. Uh, so without further ado, we'll go ahead and go into prayer. Uh, uh thank you, Lord God, uh, for letting us gather here tonight and having uh, yet another show. Uh, we're, here to worship you and show you what you mean to us, um, but also let the world know that um, it's okay to um, be human and uh, and look to you in these in these times of need, uh, regardless of whether it's in those times of temptation or going through something hard or uh, difficult. And uh, yeah, thank you for bringing Mister Hess through and his procedure. Um, we love that man; he's our brother. And uh, thank you for a lot of other things that you've done here recently in, uh, in, in all of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, yeah, the dangerous temptation of lust. Now, I was, love it. <laughs> right? You love what? <laughs> My, the lust. <laughs> and, and I think it's, it's the story of, of most men, right? I mean, not to say that women don't lust. Obviously, they do. Um, my wife wouldn't have wanted to go see Thor, Love, and Thunder otherwise. But... <laughs> um it's it's a a constant struggle we all have those those things that uh like i said it's it's everywhere it's it literally is everywhere i mean it's on the billboards it's on our tvs you you turn on the internet heck when i'm when i'm on facebook and all i'm doing is just posting this show or or checking up on our other our other stuff there's always advertisements in the corner or somewhere on my desktop and i'm going (laughs) I was like, how many of these do I have to exit before my desktop is, is clean of temptation? Because mm. there'll be, uh, inevitably, there'll be young women, there'll be what, whatever. Uh, just Imagine all the people who are getting those pop-ups with your face on them, huh? Mm. The granny. That's scary. You go get one license, they get your face forever. <laughs> yeah, certainly. They'll be, they'll be turning the computer off as quick as they can. <laughs> hey. Preventative measures. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing the good work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They want to. They want to turn away from from lust. They'll just. They'll just uh, turn off their computer for sure. Um, especially if my face is on there. But um, yeah, it's it's a difficulty that we all we all share. And um, and I've and I've caught myself so many times. And especially even 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 as recent. Um, and it's it's a really tough struggle. We all have those. Um, like you know, we're walking. I talked about it with Louis. I was like talking about walking into a Walmart. You know, not too long ago, and not exactly the place that you're going to look for love, right? But you know, you see a a young young lady, and she's wearing tight clothing, and it might turn your eyes. Turns my hairs up. Yeah, and you you find yourself thinking things that you wouldn't otherwise think. And. Like, man, I really did want that bag of Doritos. <laughs> Some cupcakes. She right. should model food. <laughs> she doesn't eat it, but she should model it. 
Uh, if only those were the thoughts that were actually coming into oh, our, sorry. our brains. Jeez. My mistake, guys. Uh, Matthew five twenty eight actually talks about this. Doritos? It's in the like okay, ESV version of the Bible, the English Standard Version. Uh, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with, with her in his heart. That, 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 hit, that hits so heavy, right? Yeah. That one hits so heavy every time. And it's really difficult because, you know, if, if I happen to be watching, uh, let's say, a movie with Scarlett Johansson, inevitably my brain is going to think those thoughts. So now it's like, what do I do? Do I be able to enjoy this movie for just the movie? Or am I thinking lustful thoughts because I see this uh, pretty young woman on the screen? What do I do in that? And, and uh, we'll have the answer for that uh, soon enough. But uh, um, There's a lot of lead-ins on this show. <laughs> Today, for sure. They're like, yeah. we're like hey, it's all going to happen in the last Stay 25. Stay tuned. <laughs> if you're lucky. We have to keep stringing you along. Um, lust after this. No. Um. <laughs> that was such a wonderful little just drop in that. Oh, man. Go ahead. Sorry. Classic. You're welcome. So That's fantastic. Lust after this. Wow. So uh, in First John <laughs> 2.16, uh, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the father, but is from the world. That uh, was another one that hits really heavy because okay now now I'm look if I'm looking at this young lady, and I'm thinking these thoughts, and I'm being led into that temptation of you know I've already committed this act in my mind, right? So now I've, now the Bible says that I've done that in my heart, and those temptations were of the world, they're not of God. God would not want me to fall into those temptations. Where where should I where should I look to? Um, so second Timothy, uh, two 22. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. I think that's what we're doing right here. This right now, believe it or not for me, this is therapy. I'm hoping that this is reaching someone else out there as well, but this right now, just talking about this and being vulnerable about this particular aspect of my own life and my own struggles with lust, it's going to reach someone else out there, uh, letting you know that you're not alone uh, in those struggles and that um, it can be conquered with, um, you know, find a group of people that you can get together with and help, help you keep accountable. Just make sure Adam Levine isn't in it. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> that is a hot mess there. Um, <laughs> to Sorry. say the least. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't pull an article for that one. <laughs> um, it would have would have been lined up perfectly for this uh, for sure. But um, yeah, so you want to make sure that you're, yeah, yeah, definitely bless you. Um, want to make sure that we're, we're uh, pursuing righteousness. We're pursuing our faith. So if our eyes are on God um, and we're reading our Bible and uh, hopefully we're, if we can um, get so versed, well-versed in the Bible that we're starting to quote scripture to ourselves. That's what I do. And a lot of times of temptation is I start quoting the scriptures that I know um, and it helps me put my eyes back on God and, and stop thinking about those things that have pulled me away. Um, or I'll make a phone call or send out a text message or, or, or something that to reach out to someone I know that will help hold me accountable or just talk with someone to get my mind away from what the world has now thrown at me. Um, let's see here. First Thessalonians 
4.4, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got something about that, Louis? You want me to say something? Yeah. It felt like you had to oh, say something. We always so want like I see it this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. I Mike. blame you, woman. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I blame you is because you're tinted. Tempt me to look at you. You come okay. into a store okay. with those short little pants, with your bun sticking out, and you expect me not to look. Uh, it, it's hard. It's that's really fair. hard. That's very <laughs> difficult. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. You know, it, it makes it, it makes it more difficult when the temptation. temptation. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people think about. I don't think a lot of people think about. Well, I don't know specifically women or whatever that they just want to. They may. Okay, I shouldn't say any of that. They may want to do it for that reason, but I think they want to just feel a certain way about themselves and don't think about the repercussions of how it looks to everyone else. Yeah, like maybe their buns are hot. And they just need the air to get to them. Yeah. Could be. No? Could, I mean, could that, be. Um, what, I, what I've uh, noticed is a lot of women actually usually dress for each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not, oh, not not to say that it's always. Sometimes they sell, it's for self-confidence, certainly. Right. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately... What they use as self confidence uh, uh, affects uh, the other side. Yeah. yeah, the people who are trying not to lust and end up lusting because they see a, a young woman who's <laughs> trying to boost her self confidence and coincidentally causing uh, harm. Bad it's almost like a, it's like a Democrat policy. It's unintentional, but it ruins everything anyway. Oh, you said unintentional. I, I blocked out between Democrats and unintentional. <laughs> um, well, the, the social programs, when they first started, we were talking about like um, just just after JFK. I mean, right. there were a lot of social programs that were coming out that they were meant to help They were people. sincere. They were sincere, but the unintentional consequences were coming around. They were going to fail. They were set up to fail, and Republicans says like, hey, this is, this is what's wrong with that. You know, the welfare <laughs> but, state. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I didn't want to go too far off the rails. Let me get a sip of coffee real quick. Oh, man. There's so many things I could have said while you were drinking. <laughs> I know. You could have. That's you did. So much of that we're scheduling your coffee breaks. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, going to uh, Matthew 5, 27. Uh, these are the words in red. So, um, so you know that these are more important. These are Jesus' words. Quote. I was going to say, did Matthew have, write these in red? You have heard that it was said. Red ink. You shall not commit adultery. He's referring to one of the big ten. Yeah. So that going back to the already committing it into your heart, just by just by lusting and thinking about it, mm-hmm. um, you, you should not do that. So you're actually so actually you're breaking one of the big ten <laughs> of the ten commandments, uh, and once again, you, you know. That's Jesus saying that. So that's, you know, that's the way he's even here. So like, once again, I, I, and I know that I'm not trying to say like, just feel guilt all the time, but I'm saying, understand that you're not alone in this and that. <laughs> Can we do it and then act for forgiveness? So, and that's what I'm saying. Um, so we're, we're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Certainly Louis. Um, but here, here's, here's another thing uh, that was uh, said in, in Proverbs 632. He who commits adultery lacks sense. He who does it destroys himself. Another one, like, it just, it's like, man, I, I feel like I'm just being weighed heavy by this burden, right? Um, so my only problem with this whole, this whole statement so far yeah. is every time Jesus is depicted on the cross, he's ripped, right? 
what's how many people walk by a Jesus and they're like, whoa, nice six. Oh, not supposed to look at that. Well, he carbo loaded. <laughs> just saying like on vinegar water. Right. Super, super ripped dude. How many people walk by and they lust after the, the image of Jesus on the cross there? That's awful. It's, I think it would be more in the, the, the Catholics side of things, right? Where they have the Jesus still depicted on the cross. Cause in, in the Protestant church, He's uh, he's not on the cross. Gotcha. So uh, yeah, um, I think maybe Lutherans still have him there. I don't I don't know. Uh, uh, definitely Catholic. Definitely Catholic. So not a problem necessarily in the Protestant Church. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a crucifix. All I'm saying is maybe Rip Jesus is making people lust, and that's uh, that's could be, yeah. that's a strange and, well, situation. Not, uh, and the Bible also says not to worship an engraven image. So I think that might be. I mean, not to like Big scratch at Catholics, yeah. but you know, that's a. Uh, how far uh, do you go with it? Wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, in James uh, 1, 14 and 15, uh, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Another heavy weight, right? Mm-hmm. Just like we keep getting clunked down. And it just makes us even more difficult because this is the, like I said, this is the one that, that weighs heavily on myself. And I keep going, God, what am I, what am I doing wrong? How can I fix this? How can I get this right? And then he goes, Hey, you're praying to me right now. That's your first step. That's your first step. Um, and, and the, in John, first John two seventeen, and the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever, does the will of God abides forever. So he's giving, he's, he's saying that, you know, we're going to have, we're going to have these desires. We're going to have these, we're imperfect. We're going to have these lustful thoughts, these things that we want to go do that are wrong. But uh, if we have to ask for forgiveness, right, Louie? And then we, uh, we start doing the will of God. uh, We can turn it all around, you know, and, and uh, hopefully, uh, We've, we've gotten back in his good graces, not just because we're doing good, uh, but because we've asked for forgiveness sincerely and gotten through it. If women want to save us, longer dress. <laughs> well, just to think about, just to have, just for them to be open or conscious of what they wear, just in general, knowing that it could cause someone to sin. or That's really hard. I mean, it's a hard thing to... Um, to think about in general, because I mean, for me personally, if I wear a tighter shirt, you know, it makes me feel it's too much for calm, Alan. But calm down, if I wear a tighter <laughs> shirt, it makes me feel more confident about myself because I mean, I'm trying to work out. I mean, you know, Cam yeah. started working out and stuff, and it's like, okay, so you know, it's progress and things. So I was like, okay, I think there's a line though. Yeah. When it, like admiring someone, like, hey, look, you look good. That's not lusting after you just look good. So it's like. It, saying something is beautiful or a woman is beautiful. I like you, you know, you're really pretty or you're beautiful, but that's where it stops. Yeah. It doesn't go beyond that. Like I want you or I I desire or whatever the case may be. That's why I just look at people and I say, your face is symmetrical. That's fair. Right. I like that. But the problem, but, uh, but beyond then when you go beyond that and that's where the problem lies and that's what most of us men happen to do. And not saying that, like I said, not saying that women don't do that too. Mm -hmm. But most of us men do fall into that that pitfall of immediately we go into man I'd like to, and it and it already is happening inside our, our minds and our hearts unfortunately, 
What it should um, be is a man should look at a woman and look at how beautiful she is and her personality, not the rest. Yeah, yeah certainly. And, and so uh, beyond uh, asking for forgiveness, uh, we go into uh, Galatians 5.16. Uh, but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So once again, getting into your Bible, praying, how big of a booty does this spirit have? <laughs> if you walk by that spirit, you don't have to worry about it. I, I think lusting after the spirit would be okay, Alan. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things I have to clarify. Yeah, uh, He's learning, folks. I am. Slowly. Yes, sir. And then uh, finally, uh, in Colossians 3, 2, uh, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. So again, reiterating, going back to set your set your sights on God. Uh, look to you know when you f- when you find yourself getting into those thoughts and you get, find you getting yourself into those moments where you're you're feeling lustful, you're looking at a, at someone and and finding that you uh, you want to do more than admire them. Um, you need to start go find your Bible and, and open it up. If you don't have one handy, uh, if you got your, on your phone, your tablet or whatever, download it there on the Bible app. Uh, there's, there's a, a quite a few to pick from Bible is the best selling book of all time. So can't be that difficult to find. Um, or, you know, get you one of those calendars. that has got a Bible verse a day. Hopefully that helps you stay in line. Um, certainly, you know, call someone, text someone, uh, get into a conversation with someone that's not the person that you're listing after, the problem is then you draw them into it. You're like, oh, my God, there's this person. And you're like, what? And you're like, right here. Look Wait. at the video. I'm streaming it to you right now. So <laughs> definitely don't Somebody do that. Stronger. We got to get a third yeah, person on here. We need four or five people on here to bring us down. Oh, there you go. I mean, that's what it takes. <laughs> you know, just please pray with me. Pray for me. Right, um, right. You know, um, I, uh, I've learned to stare at my shoes a lot. You know, <laughs> and then I've learned to become more of an introvert because I'm, I'm so much of an extrovert and Alan can relate to this. When you're an extrovert, you're, you're always looking to other people. You uh, are a little bit of a validation. Thing. We, we, we really feed off of that. Yeah. And, um, so just don't have curvy shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> <laughs> never thought about the tongue in my shoe. Whoa, never mind. Um, so. Uh, and I'm actually going shoeless tonight, but normally I have, I have very, <laughs> I am, I am barefooted tonight in the studio, so uh, you can't see them <laughs> and that's for good reason. You're welcome. Um, yeah. But normally I do have uh, very loud, very bright shoes and uh, it gives me something to, uh, to take my mind off and, and, and while I'm praying, I can go, oh, look at my red shoes. Like my, look at my, my camoed out red shoes. <laughs> uh, it, so it gets my mind back on God and back in the right direction, hopefully. You know, and all jokes aside, I, I do love to joke about everything. And I'm sorry if I've offended anybody. I'm not trying to. Um, well, we have to have levity. Uh, if we don't if we don't laugh every once in a while, because if, if everybody was just like, so like, I can't say that ever, then um, what are you doing with your life, honestly? Uh, well, I mean, so where I was just going is like, you know, I like to typically bring it back in after I, I do yeah. something like that. And I just want to, you know, all jokes aside, though, I mean, there are, there are addictions that, that are tied to that. And uh, they're very serious. I've met people who have that kind of addiction. That most of us just laugh it off, right? We just laugh it off like, oh, that's an addiction. Well, I mean, it, it is. Um, just anything that anything that makes you happy or makes you feel good can be really, really um, overdone. It can be, you know, it can become addictive. And uh, so anyway, 
I didn't mean to take that take the oh, reins no. there away from you. I, I really liked where, liked where you were going. I just well, wanted to well point that out. Yeah, and that and the, the fact is is that it's coming from your perspective too. Like because um, Alan's not accepted Christ yet, but he understands uh, the moral values that. Yeah, I, I totally respect the, the moral values of, yeah. of of you know Christianity and of all different types of Christianity as well. And I've experienced several types of Christianity. Um, I just you know have my own way of thinking, but I have no problem with anyone else's. Obviously, yeah, it's it's uh, I think agnostic is what the word we would currently use. Anyway, yeah, not to put you in a uh, how uh, dare you put me in a, a box? Wanted to put a label? Put on me you. in a box? Where's my label maker? I have no safe spaces. <laughs> the box is still open. Though. Could I say something? You can always say something. Um, going to a site. We're taking donations to get Josh some new shoes. <laughs> Brighter, shiny shoes. Yeah. One of the stop signs on the toes. Without Actually, a curve. Not a bad idea. Um, my dream shoes are, and, and, and my, my wife knows this because they never they don't ever come in my size, is the, the light-up shoes like when we were kids. The Yes. <laughs> you know, remember those? <laughs> Yeah, I, I want those so bad. They're never. I have size thirteen shoes. Believe it or not, I'm only five foot ten, but I have size thirteen feet, and uh, so they're clown shoes. In other words, huge. Yeah, yeah. You can just hear they're the huge. toes everywhere he walks around. You just hear his toes dragging. Well, you hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all you hear. It's like sideshow Bob or, or Mel or whichever one of the. I don't know. That's on Simpsons. Yes, 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 yes. Well, we've we've uh, we pretty much went into uh, family time. So family time, yeah. We can't go from lust to family time. That's <laughs> what creates family time. <laughs> yes, I got Cameron's head down again, <laughs> guys. I need a tally. I need a tally. Hopefully, every time. it's love that caused family time. Yeah, love. Oh, um, <laughs> accidental family time. They, that's probably true. There we go. Um, which is much better than the democratic uh, <laughs> option, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we got gonna come up with the what kind of stories you want us to tell, Alan. Oh my goodness! What kind of stories. I have to let everybody know I wasn't prepared to be the host tonight. <laughs> um, I usually speak better than this, <laughs> but we're here. We're here. We're in it. We're in the middle of it. He just learned his ABCs today, folks. I did. I did. There's twenty. It starts with A. <laughs> <laughs> we got twenty in. I just stopped there. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, so. What should we talk about in the family section? I, I really, I'm kind of blanking here. I didn't, I didn't get this far in the five or ten minutes I had to prep. Uh, no, we didn't. Um, well, I, I don't necessarily want to go with stories of lust. Right. That's so. I mean, yeah, that's the problem. Is every day, every week, we seem to be kind of incorporating, but this is not one we really want to incorporate. No, certainly not. Tell uh, us our. Tell us your favorite story of <laughs> how you how you broke free of it. That, how you that, yeah. prevented it. I mean, I listed off uh, yeah, quite did. a few things, but uh, uh, I'd say um, not only reaching out uh, to, to those friends and family for sure. I, I know that my uh, calling my dad on a regular basis um, and he knows, he knows this, that he'll hear me on the phone talking about different, different subjects that I'm rattling off. And he knows what I'm doing is I'm avoiding my own thoughts and then he's just like, son, it'll be okay. When I, when I hear my dad's voice say, son, it'll be okay. It's almost like the heavenly father's mm -hmm. siphoning right down through him. And, and he says, son, it'll be okay. And, uh, cause he, I, I don't know how he knows, or maybe God put it into him. Maybe he doesn't even realize that he's doing it when he's, he's doing father. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dad. Right. Um, but 
but when he says, son, it'll be okay. That usually calms my nerves and, and brings me back to, um, yeah. And then we usually go, we usually have a little bit of a, like some kind of a prayer. We tell a little joke with each other or something that, you know, or we reminisce about our, our, our days watching football. Actually, that would be a, probably a, um, a good, good topic. Um, it's good. Like, um, spending time with family, watching, uh, sports in particular. It was the way that my dad and I connected because my brother had fishing with him. Right. Well, I was just going to say, you know, um, just kind of sidestepping the, the, the uh, message. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's, it's strange, you know, like going from, from being a teenager and, and doing that to watching my daughter grow up and starting to become a teenager. She's in middle school now, right? There wasn't that much pressure in elementary school. Not a whole lot I had to worry about, you know, and um, in middle school, I wouldn't say there's a lot I worry about because I'm not a, a worrier per se. I, I kind of wait for something to happen. Then I react and tackle it. Um, yeah, it's exa- exactly. I, I'm going to allow people to you know, do what they have to do or, or do what they think they can do. And then I'll tell them what, where they went wrong. Um, <laughs> but right now my daughter's in middle school and now, you know, she's dressing a little differently, which Nothing horrible, nothing horrible yet, hopefully ever. Yeah. At least not, at least not until she's on her own and doing her own thing. Um, but I have to look at outfits now and go, yeah, you want that? You want that skirt? Get back in the house and put your habit back on. Right. right. <laughs> you know, she likes these things now. And I also have to worry about, you know, a boyfriend or, or boys who are looking at her a certain way. Whereas that was my little girl. Now she's still my little girl. And now I have to watch how other people are looking at her. Yeah. You know, even in public, I mean, she's, she's pretty tall, you know, and sometimes if she wears, if she wore makeup or something like that out in public, I'd have to look over some grown men and be like, Hey, um, I understand your head just whipped over, but, uh, don't make me put it back for you. Okay. Like, just don't yeah. make me do it. Just look away. Yeah. We'll pretend none of this happened. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll put your eyes back on God real quick. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, uh. So, yeah, I mean, I just have a different perspective and I guess, I guess, you know, I, I hate to have these kind of conversations. I feel like they're kind of like ex- exempting conversations that, I, you know, you don't have any kids. So I always try to avoid kid conversations because no, I'm like, Hey, let me say this. Them. Can you relate to it? I mean, that's why I always try to I'm avoid an uncle several times. Over, if so that I is true. That. that is very true. It's actually. a lot different when you have a daughter, you're more protective than when you have a boy. It, it is you, strange how we're like that, isn't it? When you have a boy and a girl looks at her and you, you telling me, oh, what a man, you know, she's looking at you. She loves you. Hey. Yeah. But when see, it comes to your daughter, yeah, it's I'm a like, lot more different. Shh. I'm like, hey, honey, I'll kill that one, that one, <laughs> that one, that one. And the horrible things I'm going to do to the first one so the rest of them leave me alone <laughs> is, is yeah. you know, I mean, I can't get that long of a sentence. Right. I can't remember. So, Serenity, Cam would know. She said it earlier today. Serenity said something about some boy in her class. What did we say? What was it? And she had a clip or something on her shirt, and he it was admiring it or said something, but it wasn't. It wouldn't take in the right way. And I was like, "All right, so how are we doing this, Cam?" And he's like, "I'll be your getaway driver." Like, All right, no problem. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There is a, it changes. I mean, you know, and obviously you see it in yourself when when, as you were saying, we're not immune to it. Yeah, we're not immune to it. Um, we make decisions to avoid, um, to avoid it culminating into mm-hmm. anything, but we're not immune. 
And then when you grow up and when you have somebody you're watching out for, it's like, oh my gosh, other people might be looking at her that way. And now it's just, uh, it's, it's all, uh, it's all, it's all different. It's definitely full circle. It's like, I watched an interview uh, of Jim Brewer with uh, Glenn Beck. And uh, if you, if you haven't got to see it, go go over to Blaze Network. They're not like a sponsor or anything like that, but I just, I happen to enjoy uh, uh, Glenn Beck a lot, but Jim Brewer was talking about uh, meeting a young lady who, uh, who had very large eyelashes and, and uh, she was I was so afraid of where you're qualified going to work at, at certain places. Um, <sighs> but <laughs> I try to McDonald's. make this kid friendly. I, so, I respect that. Um, so yeah. So he, he, it, the, his first thought was immediately those, those man thoughts, but then he goes, no, if this was my daughter, how would I want this man that's much older to respond? Yeah. And I was like, Dude, that's speaking to me, right? Like, because it just so coincidentally, you know, that because I watched that just a little, just a few hours ago, and then you know, as I, I was, I was, I was during that time, I was writing my message for tonight, and I went, "Wow, How, what was the chances that I'm watching this interview right, right then when I'm putting this message together? That, that, like, that'll whip your head around real quick, because like when, I, when you talk about your daughter, I consider her my niece. I know that she's not my blood, but." I consider her family. And, you know, you talk about like, I'll kill him, 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 and him. Well, you got the right side of the parking lot. I got the left side of the parking lot. <laughs> fair, fair. Okay. Yeah, Cause, uh, in, in the same thing would go with any daughters yeah. here because yeah, it, you, you think about your own behavior. If that were my daughter, how would I want this man to react? Mm. And well, we had a, yeah, we had a, we were at the gym, Cameron and I, I don't know. Men just get are just super protective. I think if anyway, even if it's, I shouldn't say if if it's a female that's involved, even if we don't know them, if we see something like that happening, something I mean, personally, something switches on. Like, what are you doing? And maybe just because I'm a dad or whatever. But Cam's not a dad, but he did it too. There's a lady that was working out, and there was like all these guys, and they just sort of migrating over. So then like, I think Cam ended up getting up and like going over there and talking to her and getting in the way or whatever. And it was just weird. Like men are just built to protect, provide and you know, whatever else. And it just, it's, it's in our DNA. Yeah. And apparently some of them gravitate toward. Yeah. Some of them. And the day that, um, your, your daughter wants a boyfriend, you got to think in your mind, is he going to treat her right? Well, she had if one. He's going to do the right thing. Is he going to hit her? Interview. You know, stuff like that. And the best thing to do is talk to him and see how you yeah. think about what he thinks. My, my favorite my favorite was when um, he walked over to her mother's house after school. So they were spending time over at her mom's house. Her mom was okay with it. He was a good kid. And then he didn't have a way home. So I show up, and unbeknownst to me, this kid's in here and now needs a ride home. I've never met this kid. He gets in my truck. I'm like, okay, where do you live? And he's sitting there really quiet. And I'm driving, and like, they're trying to interact, but he is super freaked out in my truck. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm trying to interact with both of them because, I mean, I'm an extrovert, guys. If you don't want to be, if you're uncomfortable talking to me, you're going to stay uncomfortable because I'm going to keep talking to you. You're welcome, Sterling. It hurts. Oh, by the way, by the way. By- <laughs> it hurts. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I just, I just hit the funny bone. I'm sorry. So, and by the way, we understand you're getting swollen, Sterling. Sterling's like, I'm "Hey, water, bottle, bottles of water." 
<laughs> I drink water at the gym. <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah, I do. Water. It's a great sponsor. Women. There's <laughs> women at the gym. I can't tell, you know, clothes. I've been hitting the gym. It's cool. I appreciate you, man. Hey, she, my daughter's growing up. That's what I told Cam. That, that's literally my, my biggest motivation right now is my wife and my daughter. I got it. I've got to do something because the world is. Yeah. I have to, you know. I'm just messing with you, man. No, I know you are. All you do is mention yeah. the gym twice, and I was like, gym. oh, man. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. We know Sterling's working out. <laughs> oh, whoa. Better yeah. move the mic back. Look out, Alan. You won't like Sterling when he's angry. <laughs> Let's see that boyfriend come over. Just gotta I'm working out. <laughs> you looking at my daughter? <laughs> what you going to do, brother? When all little Sterling maniacs and all Sterling mania comes running wild on you, brother. I'm a pretty nice guy, but don't mess with me when it comes to certain things. Yeah. Certainly when it comes to the, yeah, your spouse Traders, or your kids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Game over. Or chocolate cake. Whoa. It's game time. No, no, no. I've heard I've heard of the legend of you and rock, paper, scissors. It's pretty big. It's crazy. I don't, don't, don't want any part way. of it. I don't want any part of it. For those who are listening on audio, Sterling proposed a game of rock, paper, scissors. I did. I bowed out yeah. gracefully. Victory. <laughs> hey, to the victor go the spoils, just like. A, like a I don't know what we were going for, but and I give the chocolate cape to my wife. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, right? There you go. So, um, Louis, where, where we go from here, Louis? Just tell me to shut up and start talking, man. <laughs> I love what you're saying. No man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep oh, it going, man. keep it going, keep it going. He says, "Well, we have." 20 more minutes <laughs> before we get to really crack into some politics. And believe me, I could fill 52 minutes with <laughs> politics. Yeah, we could. We could. Um, That's uh, not why they came here, is it? Well, um, if you don't mind me asking, Sterling, sure, what, right. what, are, what are some of the ways that you, you find uh, accountability? Uh, I mean, well, they, they could be part of the list that I already only have. Thing, I don't know. I've d- okay. We'll just get down to brass tacks. Oh, I think man. over... Was it over? You found brass tacks at the gym, guys. I did <laughs> overstimulation of of the visual stuff like that. Since it is literally everywhere, yeah, is starting to not like it's. Oh my gosh, it's dulled. It's dulled my yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, so, I, I feel that. And there's not. So like when we go to gym, I don't know. Gyms is like the newest thing, honestly. I mean, because okay, if you go to the gym, what are you going to see there? Extremely tight. Everything, right, Cam? Definition? <laughs> okay. So it's you see everything. That's true. So it's like, but it doesn't do anything. It's just like, wow, you're really in shape. That's cool. You know, good job for you. And then you see the people that aren't, that are also there trying to do that. It's like, oh, well. Then you start comparing. Like, I bet that person is trying to get like that person. And then it's like a good thing. Yeah, it's so more it's, of an it's admiration. Just, yeah, it's how do you process that? And yes, yes, there are times when that goes beyond. And that usually has other circumstances behind it. And I don't know if we want to get into those per se, but it's like, so I'm a married man. How to, how to find accountability. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a married man. And then when things aren't happening, uh, let's just say right at home or, or whatever the case may be, yeah. then things will, will push towards that. And that becomes easier to, to filter in. Sure. Absolutely. That happens. But to get out of that, I mean, I take cam with me. That's one of the big reasons we go together, keep each other accountable. Yeah. Um, as far as, the media or, or entertainment or those kinds of things. 
I mean, it's literally everywhere, and I it just it doesn't affect me unless there's other circumstances. Be careful what you say. Your wife will be listening. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> she okay. She might not with have you go to the yeah. gym no more. No, that's well, right. I mean that's absolutely fine. But, She'll but, keep me accountable. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. And, and you guys have had your your classes oh, together. Goodness. You have a, yeah, have a deeper understanding. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's, it's permissible, right? It's it's you're you're because you're you're saying. You're getting out what's what's been weighing heavy on your heart, you know, and allowing you know her to see into that. You know, how do I keep myself accountable? Yeah. I'm trying to do the right things. I'm trying to steer the ship yeah. correctly. I mean, for me, it's like okay, I see that person. Yeah, she's pretty. I can't do anything with her. I'm not married to her. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's for me. That's where I put my line, and I, I will dig that line every day as much as I can to keep it, you know, deeper, 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 or whatever, so that it doesn't ever get back up and I cross over. But that's how I. I try to do it most of the time is I just think of, yeah, she's very pretty cool. I can't do anything with you. Good job. I'm going to go back home. And I find that great that you're, you're bringing Cam along. Uh, and I know that you're reading your Bible. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you have your regular conversations yep. with your wife, allowing those accountability. So those, that actually creates new neural pathways that stops that yeah. from coming in and, and being a, another possible pathway in your, in your mind. So it's, it's psychological too. I mean, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's on all all fronts, physical, mental, and spiritual. Whether you're you're a Christian or not, I think it will tug on that, no matter yeah. what. You're, if you want to call it a morality compass or, or whatever, it's still going to be there. And people know what's right and wrong, unless they literally have just were born and learned just wrong and never learned right. Then okay, sure. But there's still, I think, going to be a a tug or a pull there. Well, and there's several people in the world that just don't believe that they have to have the accountability, right? right? That's true. <clears throat> the whole YOLO oh, lifestyle, goodness. right? They're, yeah. they're here once, they're here for only so long, they're going to enjoy every moment they uh-huh. have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, care. they don't care about anything else. They don't think about what comes after. Yeah. Um, Very true. What's interesting about the people saying you only live once is that they don't realize that you only die once, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, you, you might have you might get a second chance. Is it Yodo? That's weird. It's too close. Yeah, Yodo. But it, it's <laughs> the, the reality of the situation. Yodo. That's the gravity is that you're, only, you're truly past, unless you're Lazarus. Uh, <laughs> or if you fall out of a plane, you understand the gravity of the situation pretty quickly. <laughs> Hopefully. Was it, was it Elijah or whoever? It's going to take you a few thousand uh, feet now. I died once. Yeah. On the table, but I came back. It wasn't this table. <laughs> Louis' real name is Lazarus. <laughs> I did that. I liked your stores. Operation, but I came back. And that that it story was more was, than a minute. Yeah, that story was uh, was pretty interesting. You, you uh, what was that? Uh, was that uh, the simple plan of salvation? You told that story, right? Yeah, that happened. So. Yeah, that happened when I was getting my cancer operation, and uh, I, to tell you the truth, I came out of the my my body and saw myself on the operation table. And saw the doctors, the machines, and everything, and then came back. How was the lighting? Was it? It was pretty you? bright. Pretty bright. Okay, pretty I don't know bright. if it really they got your good side. I didn't hear no woo or nothing like that. You no know, singing. Okay, that's good. Those are always distracting. Or something, but I guess it wasn't my time, and I came right back, and then or something. Doctor tells me I died, and I say, "Well, why? I don't believe it." But he said I was dead and came back. Yeah. I, I'd be like, how many times? They'd say one. I'd go, eight more. <laughs> I always tell people, I was born dead. I was strangled to death by a umbilical cord. I said, I must have been a really bad person that I had to die like right away to be a better person. <laughs> Let's get this out of the way. I'm just saying. Sterling's so real name is Hang him high. <laughs> Hang him high. <laughs> 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 I 
It's <laughs> terrible. Oh All right. Cool. Gotcha. All right. I mean, I guess uh, mm. Al and I both kind of had similar like blue lip type type stories where we kind of close to death, bro- close brush with death. I, I didn't, I didn't freezer. come out of my body or anything, but my, mm. my lips went blue and I passed out. That was a weird day. <laughs> <clears throat> At the age in which that happened to me, if I would have came out of my body, I would have actually had to keep going because I would have sat there too long staring. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at myself. Ooh, look weird. at myself. No, no, wait, wait. You could go back. I, you missed your chance. <laughs> yeah, I was 21, so I was very like, yeah. yeah. I would have sat there like, yeah, but look not at a, myself. Look at you. Not have been a quantum <laughs> I must have went to the gym. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I almost lost my coffee. <laughs> Spill the beans, but in a different way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> AFib. That was fun. That was fun having my heart fall out of rhythm and letting them jumpstart me. That was great. It was great. Does uh does great things to the back. You really don't need much much work on your shoulders after they shock you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So with the exception of the people at this table. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your stories. Yeah. What, what's when your have you had brushes brush death? death? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it, put in the comments. Yeah. Yep. Like comment below about or, some brushes or, with death. Or what uh, what do you do to prevent lust or in the moment or accountability or whatever? Just yeah. Share. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Let us know. Could help somebody else. Yeah. You certainly that that was just like with my hope with this message here. Like, you know, lay it on the line and let let people know like this is what I struggle with and and you you may very well not only help yourself uh, but help someone else. They'll see that they're not the only ones. Uh, going through it, uh, yeah. You might even have to watch a later show and find out that you know maybe we've gone through it or yeah, yeah, or something like that. I mean, there's plenty of things that we've talked about on the show. It's like wow, you know, probably a lot of people who know me or know some of us don't know these things. Don't know that these we've dealt with these things. Yeah. You know, you can always reach out to. I mean, how many people do you know that were hit by a van? <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get hit by a van. I get by a truck. <laughs> I got hit by a car. A lot of us apparently yeah. have been hit by a vehicle. <laughs> wow, I have not. I, I was hit by a Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Ford. <laughs> that that hit me. <laughs> not a lot of us. And you I just you couldn't afford to get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was stupid. Went between two trucks, came out, bang! I went flying, and then I'm there, the the old lady and the old man are crying. And oh, you right. I said, get out of here before my mother finds out. She'll kill me now. She'll really kill me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I just climb into rubber boats and go down really, really raging, raging water. Maybe that's why I do this. I haven't been hit by a vehicle Safer. yet. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, everybody keeps getting hit by vehicles. I'm getting on the water. There's no cross traffic. <laughs> so you get smacked by that one giant fish. <laughs> yeah, right. That's See, that's unfortunately, you know, I have to reuse jokes, but... Both times I've been out doing that, I've been in the front. People always put me in the front. Nobody wants to go to the front, right? Everybody's afraid of the water hitting yeah. you in the face. And I always just kind of look at everybody and go, hey, any fish I catch in my mouth is mine. You know, they're just kind of trying Because they're all tense. Flat out afraid of the water, so. <laughs> Aquaphobia. Yeah. Just yeah. killed it. Just yeah. killed it all. Just flat out afraid. I can't, I can't. Crickets. I drink your fear. Uh, yeah, you do. It literally. <laughs> literally. Like right <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> There you go. And, uh, uh, I, took, I did coffee. that for you, Josh. Yeah, There's was, a little less water for about an hour. That was another brush with death, I guess. Because uh, you when could, I was, you there. could fly out of the boat and hit a rock. You I could, or I two could. rocks, or two of them. I was, uh, but that'd be years. me hitting them. Boom! Oh, <laughs> They're not hitting me. He goes to the gym. He's gonna be fine. Sorry, sorry to step on your story there, Alan. I didn't mean to do that. Don't do it to it, buddy. Get in there. Get in there. 
I was just talking. The only, the only reason I'm afraid of uh, afraid of water so much is because when I was seven years old, I, I had actually drowned and I had to be brought back by a family member. So that that uh, yeah, that was scary because you 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 you're, you're swimming along, you're swimming along, and then bloop, 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 and then next thing you know, you're going Pleh! bubbles, well, yeah, <laughs> and you're coughing up water, and your cousin's over the top of you, and you're like. See, there's the problem right there. <laughs> Segwaying back to lust, was it because the cousin brought you back yeah. and not some woman, <laughs> random woman came up and brought you back? Oh, my goodness. Wake up. I don't know you and you're beautiful. I'll be Baywatch. symmetrical. You're, you're very and symmetrical. you saved my life. Thank you. You make, you make sense. <laughs> it wasn't a Baywatch girl. <laughs> it was not Pamela Anderson. No, it was not. Like, ah, cousin. <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> Are you okay? Just been up tell, tell me about the time you died. I don't want to talk about it. Yes, death is a bad thing. It's not the death. It's coming back. It's the truth. It's the awakening. And it wasn't an angel. No, no. Not this time. The, the, the sun was shining around my cousin. Oh. <laughs> you like you cough up water and you look up see your cousin. You're like, put it back in. I can't live with this. No. Um. Watch your words there. My goodness. What? <laughs> Oh, geez. I was talking about the water. <laughs> I was talking about the water. I hope so. That's why I said you coughed up the water. <laughs> it caught me off guard. I am so sorry. Yeah, it was not. It wasn't, I was like envisioning the water shooting out, and you're like, no, pour the water back in. Okay. There we go. There we go. Word it better. Word it better. This is why we don't do roundtable in my show. <laughs> one day. One day we will. Yeah, yeah it's coming yeah. very soon. Oh, man. Watch your words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure and, and be the only one at the table that's not. That's true. That's true. Somebody's got to be the designated driver. Yeah. <laughs> what about that eighteen-year-old that got hit? What about the eighteen-year-old and designated driving? It's uh You want to get into politics, guys? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's not talk about it's this. Might one. be safer. What? <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> um. No, I mean, yeah. All jokes aside, of course. Um. Is it coming from? Uh, it's coming from Fox News. Okay, I guess we trust them. We do, usually. <laughs> yeah. North Dakota man kills teen with vehicle after political dispute. Claims victim was Republican extremist. I'm assuming MAGA Republican. Yeah. We or ultra MAGA. Extremist or threats. Yeah. Nuclear MAGA, even. Let's see. Shannon Brandt, 41, said he struck Kaylor Ellingson out after an unspecified political argument and that the teen was calling people to go after him. Hmm. So do we want to dig into that deeper? Or just we want to talk about it. Well, I mean, certainly he was talking about people to go after him verbally. Right. And know, well, he was a, calling his mother. Yeah. He was actually calling his mother because things were getting heated there and he wanted to get out. Yeah. You know, and this guy's saying, Hey, he's calling people. He's calling people, you know, and yeah, he's calling his mom to get away from you. You lunatic making assumptions. Yeah. yeah right. Probably even assumed his gender. I wasn't right. No, certainly not. Uh, but that, I think he's going for that de- debate because uh, we should we should be able to have debate, violent debate. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's, he was drunk at the time. It's constructive. The 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 uh, gentleman, the right? not, the driver. Yeah. The driver. Yeah. And yeah, he actually called the police on himself and uh, admitted that they had had a political disagreement and that the guy was a uh, you know a. Rep- right wing extremist. And so, yeah, that's how, that's how he was. That, that's how he was working through it was that he was, you know, getting rid of an extremist threat kind of situation. That and and he like, felt 
justification to me. No, not at all. And I mean, he felt that the phone call was being made. I, I feel like the phone call situation was more of him trying to find a way to get out of trouble. Yeah. To avoid oh, he was on the situation. phone. He must, he must be bringing some people in to hurt me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen a picture of this young man and I believe it is in the article, but, um, I, I just <laughs> young kid with braces. I mean, uh, it just doesn't look like, uh, any kind of threat to me. I, I, quite the opposite. And, and the fact that he was, if he was, if he was calling any of his friends, I would guess that they're probably just as small and slender and brace faced as he was. I mean, it's, right. I don't know what a grown man would have to fear from that. Uh, and, and also just, just leave. Like if, if you feel like you're threatened, you're a grown man, you have a vehicle, just, just leave. Leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're uncomfortable in your surroundings, leave those surroundings. Yeah. It's not that difficult. Um, you know, and, and this all falls just a few weeks after hearing about uh, hearing President Biden. I'm going to say president. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I really want that title attached to him at the moment, especially because there's a lot of a lot of responsibility that comes with that position. Absolutely. And, um, you know, after seeing his speech a few weeks ago and he was talking about MAGA Republicans, he was talking about standing up and finding these people and, and that these people don't believe in the Constitution and so on and so forth. Talking about the power that you have in your hands. Right. Uh, and uh, you're basically, you know, you're not telling them to go do these things, but you're definitely telling them that MAGA Republicans, that people basically, that you can't confirm, the people who don't agree with you are a threat. They are a yeah. threat to democracy. They're a threat was, to our country. That's the rhetoric right there. He used the words extremist and he used the word threat. Mm -hmm. If, if uh, that's dehumanizing first mm -hmm. of all, uh, but also if, if someone's an extremist threat, first thing that's going to come to most people's minds is, well, they must be of Nazi caliber, right? Or of Taliban caliber yeah. or, or whatever was, you know, war we yeah, a terrorist yeah. that, you know, that we have fought against at a time. Certainly, that these, these, they're not the desirable people. So we get lumped in with these, um, these horrible people from history. And, and, uh, certainly we're not, I, I don't know any MAGA Republicans, uh, personally that, uh, are so extreme to be any kind of threat. I mean, um, I, I've been to a few Republican rallies. I've been to a few different, uh, I've been to a Trump rally. Like there's just, there's nothing but love there. Like it's, they're not burning down in cities like the entire summer of 2020. The summer of love? Uh, yeah. Um, and We just don't know how to love. <laughs> they don't know how to meme. And we're finding out more and more about uh, the the the, um, the so-called January 6th. So uh, we'll, we'll touch base on that on a future show because I, I want to really get, I want to get gather some more facts on that because I want to do an entire show. Always stringing you guys uh, along. I do want to do an entire show. It's, that'll just be what we do for the full hour and a half is just talk about January 6th in depth. So uh, we'll do that in the future because there's more facts that are coming out now. Um, but the fact that they compare that one single day of a few shattered windows and uh, the only person that died was Ashley Babbitt, who was uh, trying to stop someone from going through a window and got shot by a shaky-handed uh, Capitol policeman uh, who just fired without looking. Um, verifiable, by the way. Um, they compared that to, like I said, this, this entire summer um, of destruction. And it's right. like, there's no, there's just it, MAGA Republicans, MAGA, anything, anybody that believes that this country can be great again. Uh, I just don't see, I just don't see it. I I've, you have to 
dig really far and I have, I have not yet to see that rhetoric. So my problem with all of this, I, I remember people saying a few years ago, punch a Nazi, right? There were shirts that said punch mm-hmm. a Nazi. There was all kinds of things like that, right? Yeah, the iconic and, image of Captain America knocking out. Right. Adolf and pe- people were wearing shirts that said punch a Nazi, things like this. The problem with that is if someone's not wearing a uniform, if someone is not coming out and saying they're a member of such and such, you have no proof that they were that. You're going off your perception. Yeah. Humans, humans are not actually that great <laughs> at perceiving things as we allow our emotions yeah. to cloud logic. And so now you have a kid. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say kid. I'm not going to do that. Let me retract that because I really don't like when people take 18-year-olds and one side says that's a kid. The other one goes, well, he's 18. He's an adult. And now you have a, well, don't use a kid. Don't call it a kid to make other people feel bad and pull at their heartstrings. I'm going to say it, call it for what it is. 18 year old man. Okay. Yeah. That's not trying to take anything away. I'm just being there. And I'm going to say, look, you know, this 18 year old man, no matter what he said, his political views are, I'm pretty sure he didn't say, Hey, I'm a fascist. Hey, I'm a Nazi and you're wrong. You know? So you take this other person who was drunk and emotional, irritated, whatever. And now he's going to look at this person and say, this person is what I want them to be. So not Paul Pelosi. No, we know he was drunk. <laughs> In wine country. Um, so, exactly. But he's able to dehumanize him. Yeah. He's being told from the, from the top yeah. that these are extremists. These are a threat. And basically, there's no outline for what they are. There's no outline. They don't wear uniforms. We don't know who they are. But if, they, if, if you perceive them to be this... They're a threat. Yeah, when you put that when you put that kind of a rhetoric out there, hey, uh, President Joe Biden, the fish stinks from the head down. Right, and that's and talking about mega. The way I see it, the mega is the Democrats that go around running kid over with a car, burning um, stores, burning um, factories and stuff like that, rioting. Those are the megas. Not the Republicans. Well, you mean the threats. MAGA is just a short acronym for uh, Make America Great Again. So I, I, I think you're talking about the, just they are the threats. Oh, okay. Uh, generally speaking, but. My um, mistake. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Yeah, you, just, you just didn't know, right? It's just a title. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, we use a lot of, young, young people use a lot of acronyms, and I'm sorry for that, Louis. Um, didn't mean to uh, cause any confusion. But, um, yeah, uh, but it, and I don't want to use them as, as I don't want to say that they're threats either. I want to say that uh, they're confused. Um, and if, if they would just take the time to just walk up to someone with a red hat on, um, and say, hello, my name is so-and-so, uh, you know, if you approach me as I wear my MAGA hat a lot, um, cause you know, I'm just not worried about it. You know, I, you see me as an extremist threat. You see me as an extremist threat. Uh, yeah, you can't help their perception. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Not wearing it. Okay. That's, that's like saying, you know, bad things happen to you because you wear that shirt, right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you, you wore those shorts. You knew something bad was going to happen to you. You had, you had your gun on your hip showing it off. You knew something bad was going to happen to you. No, I, I chose to do what I chose to do and you should have left me alone in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. You, you take the time. You didn't see us running around hitting people in the head when they were wearing biting hats or anything like that. No, certainly not. But they were the ones that were starting that when they were wearing Trump hats. Yeah. People were getting punched left and right and having their hats taken off. You know, who, who, who's wrong? Yeah. Who's the violent people? They are. Well, that's what, that's what gets me when Biden was talking about not using political violence. That yeah. these people use political violence. And then two weeks later, 
we're seeing it from the other side. And I have yet to hear, I don't know if you guys heard him say anything. The White House has said nothing. I haven't heard him, you know, most media hasn't talked about it. And, um, you know, I haven't heard him come out and, and say anything about political violence being used in this scenario or in this situation. Even when it was confessed political violence. Absolutely. I mean, in his, in his, in his 911 call. Yeah. He didn't have to be pried on. They didn't have to pry on him at all. He was like, Hey, yeah, this guy's a right wing extremist or whatever, yeah. you know? And, Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. His motivations were that. And and I'll say this. I was, when I was saying, you know, approach someone with a red hat. Uh, I'm not saying like go all big brother or anything like that as a program, but just, you know, you're more than welcome to come up and say hello. You'll find out that I'm a really nice guy. I show everybody love that that uh, comes into my gravitational pull. I tend to have, uh, not just because I'm heavy, uh, but because I do tend to be a, a, a big-hearted person uh, as best I can. Um, I, I might rub you the wrong way, irritate you a little bit, because I also have that in my personality. Um, but uh, everybody at this table can appreciate that a little bit. Um, but... When it comes to someone wearing a MAGA hat, I'm just telling you, you, you don't know until you've actually take a case by case basis. There may be that one guy in your neighborhood that he truly is all the things that Biden swears up and down that that uh, that that person may be. And we don't like him either. Yeah. If he's if he's misrepresenting what MAGA truly means, he's not wanting to make America great again. He's he's wanting to take it backwards. But yeah. You know, like bad cops, good yeah. cops, good cops don't like working with bad cops. So when you look at a cop and he's doing something wrong and you're going, oh, all of them are that way. Believe me, nobody wants to work with that guy. They want him out too. And we're the same way about this, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm a libertarian, but I mean, I still support Donald Trump. You know, I'm a, DeSant yeah. I'm a DeSantis guy. But, um, wrong with that? but you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But if one person, I, I hate, and I talk about this, I'm sorry to no, step no, right over you. You're hosting. The one thing that really... <laughs> The one thing I really dislike about the whole concept of Republicans right now after Trump was before Trump, actually before Bush, little Bush, yeah, W, W. All right. Before him, Democrats looked at Republicans as being out of touch businessmen who were really wealthy and didn't care about the, the normal person. Somehow when Bush came in and now with Trump, they look at Republicans as being backwards hillbillies. And the funny thing about that is during that time, and you guys can you guys can look this up if you want. During that time, Democrats have become whiter and have become wealthier. Your average Democrat has become whiter and has become wealthier. So strange how at one point the white wealthy people were the Republicans and were out of touch with the average American. Didn't take that long, did it? No. <laughs> and you know, poor people have always been the Democrats. Yeah. Well, now the hillbilly. Air quotes. Country person. Yeah. You can do that for the people on audio. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the, the, the country person, the redneck, the uneducated person who doesn't make a lot of money. Howdy. Is now the Republican <laughs> view, right? And um, they're against the government and they don't trust the government and everything else. And we're just, it's so interesting to watch that flip-flop, right? At one point, Republicans were out-of-touch businessmen who had too much money. Supposedly. And, Democrat, yeah. and Democrats were poor people who were just trying to make it, make it, you know, trying to get by. And now we have it statistically we're seeing it has changed. I'm not saying Republicans have lost money. I'm just saying that Democrats have gotten um, incredibly separated from what that, that vision is or that even, even the understanding of what they're supporting. Yeah. You're talking about, uh, so we're going actually, you're actually going back to, to the blue dog Democrats is what I would call them is that the JFK uh, style of Democrat that believed in this, that loved this country, 
that believed in the little guy, um, supported the unions the right way. Um, not that they were always that great to begin with, but, um, but not also, you know, downgrade them because some unions are good for the people. Um, but then, uh, and back then maybe Republicans weren't necessarily in touch with, with that. And it's because they were trying to, unfortunately, pearl clutch at that time period. Right. Um, well, they say they, they say we do that all the time now anyway, yeah. which is quite the opposite. It's right. they, you find the, the purple haired, uh, uh, lesbian who's, uh, uh, given herself a hysterectomy not to get pregnant, pearl clutching over the, uh, the Republican family that's just a mother and a father and, and a couple of kids existing in a house that they purchased. I don't know why that's counterculture now, but it is. <laughs> we have jobs that counterculture. Speak. I'm going to speak for myself here and say, Hey, if you want to go out and, and do that to yourselves, then feel free to do it that way. You know, I already have a kid. I have to pass morals and values down to, I don't want your kids about morals or values doing anything to my kid. And I definitely don't want to teach your kid morals and values. So if you, if you don't, if you want to do that to yourself, Hey, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody watching this show is worried about that though. Hopefully. Well, I mean, Hey, if you're bored, welcome. Yeah. If they're, if they're, uh, they're off the beaten path, certainly watch more of this show and learn these values and take them home with you. Um, because who knows, we might be able to help you turn your life around and, and get out of the, get out of that way of thinking that uh, is certainly destructive. I mean, speaking of someone who needs to turn their life around, Zuckerberg, however, oh yeah, he loves to turn things around. <laughs> uh, and right now, from Fox Business, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg hit with legal complaints over alleged attempt to influence 2020 election. Let's go ahead and dig into this a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I'll get a couple paragraphs in for it. All right. The Center for Renewing America filed two complaints, the first against Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan, and the second against the group's Center for Tech and Civic Life, Center for Election Innovation and Research, and National Vote at Home Institute, Thursday morning with the Internal Revenue Service. The complaints obtained by Fox Business alleged that Zuckerberg and the three groups were involved in a scheme to inject nearly $500 million dollars into the 2020 election in order to throw it more quotes for you guys at home to president biden biden ultimately defeated former president donald trump winning key swing states arizona georgia michigan pennsylvania and wisconsin so you throw that much money at it um some might call that illegal yeah <laughs> i don't know how much you're allowed to donate I think it's what, uh, what I think the limit was, and and I'm, I'm this is a guesstimation here. I think it's twenty thousand is your uh, donation limit to a particular campaign. I actually don't know. Uh, I'm, so I'm just guessing, just to make sure that you know nobody's holding me to the the fire on that number. But I'm pretty sure twenty thousand is the cap. Uh, I haven't seen what they've asked me to donate on my tax return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get enough there, Jeez. don't they? Yeah. Um, but that's that's well beyond uh, any perceivable cap. Right. Uh, was it 500 million? 500 million. million. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it was, but it was four, it was four donors, man. It was four donors. And then they split that among all their employees. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was on board with this. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's why they, they also got their hand caught in the cookie jar. And <laughs> these, I think these subpoenas will keep coming out. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully revolvers website can get up sooner than later. Cause if Facebook, goes away well we don't have a place to send everybody to i don't those. want to talk about facebook <laughs> <laughs> it's a sore subject it's a very sore <laughs> subject for me um 
They'll never give my page back. That's okay. That's all right because we don't need. I don't personally. I don't need it. We'll just give it. Yeah, we're. I mean, when the website's up, we really don't need them. Yeah. Um. You know that'll be here. That'll be here soon. Cam, looking at you. Where's Cam going? He's trying to sneak out. He is trying to sneak out. He's got to go to work. And uh, (laughs) I don't care. It's time. No one sees that. (laughs) I'm just saying he's trying to sneak out. Once the pressure's on about him making this website, this is true. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, they took down the Facebook page. I've said it a million times. I will never stop talking about it because that was so much money, so much time, so much effort. But soon the site will be up. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Uh, YouTube's actually playing pretty friendly with us right now. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, uh, like a lot, a lot of conservatives are actually saying that we're, uh, I wouldn't say that anyone's getting preferential treatment cause they're still knocking, uh, Crowder around quite a bit, but yeah. well, I think um, I think what's going on there is Wajinski's, um, not to call her out or anything like that necessarily, but that she's finding out that maybe curbing too many conservative voices is detrimental to their their ultimate goals as, oh, as a platform. Oh, and you think about it, like if Fox News is the number one you know news source and they're doing substantially better than everyone else. And even as, and I've said this before, even as CNN is trying to right the ship and trying to level out their angles on things, which is fantastic. Um, anyone who watched Don Lemon get uh, schooled on reparations, <laughs> go, go, go learn about that. Maybe, maybe I'll have it on my show here soon. Yes. Um, but, you know, even as you see that, you see if Fox News is, has the lion's share of viewership, then obviously conservative voices and conservative media is, is going to garner a lot of attention. So... Yeah, I think it's a it's a business thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're watching your hand moved. <laughs> I was throwing something away. Uh, <laughs> he's throwing away them haters. Right, right. <laughs> we get a lot of those. Uh, believe it or not, I thought it was like Brazilian steakhouse style. He was flipping the flipping <laughs> the coaster over to green because yeah, he wants oh, more. Yeah. The, the Fogo, yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I was talking about like with, with haters in particular. We we do get those a lot, uh, but you know, we're you're welcome. Get, keep hate watching because you just add views. So you know, our voice just goes further. We, we uh, need a thousand subs. Go ahead. Subscribe. If you hate please. us so much, subscribe so that you can hate us every single week. And if you need to reach out about anything about the show, maybe you want to help out. Maybe you want to, um, you know, see what's going on here at revolver broadcasting. Uh, you can email us now. Um, info at revolverbroadcasting.com. Um, you know, send us your love, your hate, all of it. You know, because we want to hear from you. We want, and that way, you, maybe you don't feel comfortable with putting it out there in a comment, but you you want to you want to give us some, uh, like I said, love or hate, you know, or maybe you just want to, maybe you want to help the program. Suggestions, yeah, certainly suggestions about things that we can do here to improve. Um, we're we're open to to suggestions. We're open to uh, hopefully getting some uh, fresh blood in the future uh, to right. help keep this thing afloat because we're we're all working day jobs. Uh, uh, and and trying to to keep our <laughs> selves afloat outside of doing this, so uh, yeah. I mean, and, and even beyond that, I'm you know, I mean, I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> and it, these guys all know I'm 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 kind of scarce at times, and that's actually why Laughing Libertarian has had a little you know two month <laughs> time yeah. period there because it's a little busy, a little sabbatical, yeah. But it it is of course going to be back. Don't worry, like you'll see it in a few days. Hopefully after after you watch this on Saturday, you'll see mine on Sunday. That should be how it is because you're watching them when they come out, right, guys? Because you're yeah. subscribed. Um, but also to to what you're saying, yeah. I mean, I would love for someone to reach out and say, hey, you know, 
I'm I'm not against coming out in person in the Indianapolis area or even outside and, and having a discussion with somebody or even a debate or a, a decent debate. That would be you know. fantastic. Yeah, I would love to do that. That would be something that I would I would definitely you know obviously we'd have to watch out for you know, security things like that maybe uh, just because I don't want to show up to something someone goes hey come on out. Come on yeah, down yeah. to IUPUI's campus and let's have a discussion. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, let's do this. Oh, wait, nope, there's 30 of you. Yeah, certainly those things would have to be formalized. But but yeah, certainly reach out to info at revolverbroadcasting.com. And uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. And talking about haters. Haters you know in the that building. they still getting on my pillow guy. Although they're, they're donating to Trump. Absolutely. And they're trying to keep on hating on him. So he won't donate on the 24th. <laughs> the Mike Lindell. They're trying to yeah. stop him from doing anything like that. That's why they keep hating uh, on I him. I have two of those my pillows. Mike, if you want if you're listening, I we, we could use you as a sponsor, but uh, Absolutely. Because we'll cuz I I use your product. I love my pillow. Uh, uh if you haven't been to mypillow.com, it's available in quite a few quite a few different stores, but uh and I guess not currently a sponsor, but if Mike Lindell if you're listening, buddy, um Certainly. Uh, yeah. We will promote you uh, uh, all day. I, I, I certainly will. Like I said, I've got, I've got two my pillows. We're loud. <laughs> some, some of us are. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Certainly, certainly it's getting better. Louie on that. <laughs> but tell the truth, it's kind of ridiculous that they keep hitting on this man yeah. for donating to Trump. You know, it's not right. They should leave him alone already. Yeah. Yeah. And he's doing it in the proper channels. He's doing it in the proper increments. Um, he is holding, uh, hosting different events and things like that that have uh, that they promote those um, um, values, but not necessarily directly for Trump. And they're talking about checking his taxes and all that because they're wondering oh. how he donated all this money to Trump. Goes right back to all the Democrat tactics they've they've been using for a long time. When we were talking about the. Right. Uh, the video with, um, um, gosh darn it, comedian, um, <laughs> I don't know, his, his name is escaped, Norm MacDonald, when he was on The View in 2000, uh, Star Jones uh, just nonchalantly asked, or said, said uh, and his taxes will be, um, uh, in, not indicted, audited on Tuesday. And I'm like, whoa, she said that right out in the open. Uh, if you've never seen that clip, go to Norm MacDonald on The View, Year two thousand. It's fantastic. It is it, a fantastic it, clip. It is a very fantastic clip, and um, so some might call it a perfect clip, uh, <laughs> but it's just th those tactics have been used for a very long time, Louis. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's that's what they do. They'll they'll use the power of this armed IRS, and I guarantee you, you're going to see a raid on his home uh, sooner than later. Not trying to give him any ideas, but I know that that's what's coming, and. Um, and, and I feel for Mike because I, I think he's a, he's a wonderful man. I think he's a good patriot. Um, I think he's, uh, yeah, he's representing us well. Certainly not violent. He's selling people pillows. It's like the softest thing you can do. Why don't you just sleep better? Yeah. Well, speaking about someone who needs a good night's sleep because they don't make any sense, <clears throat> Rashida Tlaib. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Coming from dailyfetch.com. Rashida Tlaib snaps after getting schooled by J.P. Morgan Chase CEO on energy policy. Okay, she's part of the squad. Everybody knows how I feel about AOC. If you don't, you haven't seen my show. Um, she's just good material. <laughs> I mean, she's oh, just me. she's what? just very dumb, very confident, <laughs> and good material. So, 
Um, says far left Republican. Oh, sorry, ugh, Republican. Ugh, far left <laughs> representative. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think those exist. I know, right? Far left Republican. Ugh. Um, Rashida Tlaib asked bank executives who testified before the House Financial Services Committee on Wednesday if they have a policy against funding new oil and gas products. Now, <laughs> she said, please answer with a simple yes or no. Uh, does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products? And she said this to J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, uh, Jamie Dimon. Yeah, that's right. And he replied, absolutely not. And that would be the road to hell for America. Okay. Um, <laughs> a little bit bigger than a no. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I'm trying to find her response. I'm not really seeing it in this article. Yeah, it, it's in there. It's a video. It's yeah. embedded video. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that. It goes just beyond that. So, so essentially what she says, I've watched this. I, I'm not, you know... I don't have the every word. Okay. You're going to have to paraphrase, but she says uh, essentially everybody who has a student loan through the, through his bank should pull their money and should pull that student loan and move it somewhere else. Cause he doesn't care about the average person. He doesn't care about the people who are on the front lines dealing with, uh, dealing with everything that, you know, uh, that this is impacting. And, but then she looked down the line at all the other CEOs and everyone who was representing those banks and asked them the same questions. Yeah. And they all said, they all said that they're not, they haven't stopped providing funding and loans and such to uh, fossil fuel companies or oil companies. Now, some of them said that they provide these same loans to both energy, to yeah. both types Which of energy. Fair companies. Enough. They don't care. It's money. It's yeah. money out. It's money in. It's money. Their, their business is making money. Their business is earning interest. Their business is investing. They don't care what you're doing with it as long as it's a risk, as long as it's a low enough risk that they're going to get paid. Right. Returns. So yeah. I, I don't understand. You know what's really risky? Loaning the money out of your back pocket to an 18-year-old kid who wants an education that will never pay for itself and then worrying that the government's going to make you say, make you say, hey, sorry, I don't want that money back anymore. I'm just going to lose it. Yeah. That is far more dangerous than giving money to any of these energy companies. Yeah, let's let's uh let's pay off the uh, student loans of the uh, doctorate and gender studies. That's that's uh that's gonna bear well in our future uh, as well, opposed to uh, you know allowing me to I don't know fuel up my car and get to work. Right. You know that's to me. Um, I know that you're more more of our economy guy, uh, Alan. But I know that if you don't make a whole lot of money to begin with, and you're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, it's not exactly easy to just keep filling up your car, especially, you know, they say gas prices have went down recently. Huh. Sure, sure, sure. They, they've went down not enough because, uh, uh, yeah, it was way lower when uh, well, the previous administration up, was in there. Came up a penny, so. Yeah. Um, thank you for noticing that. <laughs> uh, because it, it's not getting any easier out there and everything else has went up. And if you're on a low income already and you're just trying to make it and you're going to work and you're trying to, you know, maybe you're working at McDonald's or maybe you're working at, um, you know, the, the Kroger grocery store, your work, you know, somewhere that is, they're not paying you a whole lot of money. Um, and you're just trying to, you know, provide maybe just for yourself, maybe for a family, who knows? Um, if they can't get to work because they can't fill their car because we're trying to just make the switch over to electric cars. We don't have electric cars. Most of us, I don't know how much, I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm going to guess it's, uh, probably in the 98 percentile. 
<laughs> nobody in this room. Yeah. yeah, certainly nobody in this room. That may be anecdotal, but it's a pretty big uh, uh, anecdote when I, when you start reaching out and across the state of Indiana. I'm pretty sure that you know it's 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 a high percentage of us that don't have electric cars. Uh, what are we to do in that that situation? You know, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I, I wasn't trying to check out there or look at anything uh, other than I was trying to find. There's a documentary, and I I talk about this documentary all the time. And of course, I can't find the name of it at the moment, but it's a documentary that was following. Um, people, a village of people where they took the men all went to jobs, women, they actually were a large tech company. I'm not going to name off who it is, came in and needed lithium ion batteries constructed for phones and so on and so forth for small electronic devices. And, um, these women were putting together by hand and then suddenly the women just started dying out. And I'm sorry, that's kind of a weird thing for me to jump in and say, but the reason why was the women were dying from cancer. Uh, lithium was being mined along with cobalt, nickel, and everything else was being mined from their village and getting into the water supply, which was giving kids, uh, first of all, you had birth defects. And then of course you had kids getting cancer. So basically these men would go off to work mining. They would contract cancer. Their women, the women in the village would then put the batteries together and all of this happening would get it in the air, the soil and the water, which would then poison the children and give them cancer. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying this whole thing was because if you guys listen to what Talib has to say what this moron has to say. She is blaming the petroleum industry and saying that these, there are people on the front lines that obviously these banks don't care about that have to deal with the effects of these industries such as cancer. And when she said that, I was like, Oh my gosh, why can't I be there? Why am I not a big enough name to be in that room? You know, why don't I have enough money to be one of these CEOs sitting at the table who could just look at her and go, cool. Do you know how cancerous lithium is? Right. If you want to, if we want to talk about climate change, and that's the whole reason you're preaching to us is about making sure we give money to companies that are going to help the environment. And you want to tell me about uh, the degrees that is going to go up in a year or two years or whatever because of pollutants, when we already have proof that that whole, all of us have whole, have heard about the hole in the ozone layer that is actually healed. Yeah, it's actually the smallest it's been in. A long time. <laughs> right. And some of the smaller ones, we had several, some of the smaller ones are completely gone. Yeah. They've completely healed. Right. So when you want to preach to me about this and you want to preach to these CEOs about how they spend their money and where they invest their money, when they're not investing their money in the oil, they're investing their money in a, in a position to make more money. They're not going, Hey, we're giving money because we want oil. No, they're giving money because they're going to get interest. If you're going to talk to these people about that and you're going to try to leverage them by using the words, the word cancer, you guys are feeding into something that causes cancer. Well, there's a lot of things that cause cancer. And the thing that you think is going to save the world, Rashid and Naleeb, is killing other people. It's killing a lot of people. Just because they're not in your backyard, just because they're not down the street, just because they're not an American citizen, doesn't mean they're not dying from it. When you mentioned it, Alan, um, if you want us to hold counsel with the federal government, we're willing. So petition for us. Uh, I think it only takes uh, 500 signatures to get petitioned with the federal government. So, uh, you know, you're watching, you know, help us petition. We'll, we'll go sit in front of them and tell them like it is. Certainly. I would love to. Yeah. I'd be honored. I'd be honored to know that people wanted us to do that. That'd be great. Um, but anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to jump right in there. I just, yeah. there, I remember watching that video and I was like, I already don't like the squad. Mm. Okay. I just don't like them. They, they, their moral fabric is pretty awful to begin with. I typically only pick on AOC because she's really outspoken and really dumb. <laughs> and for someone with an economics degree, doesn't understand the economy whatsoever, but Hey, she's a socialist. Eh, what can you do? 
Yeah. Uh, money's free. It comes from everywhere. Oh, by the way, she's a socialist with a merch shop. So how does that work out? You capitalist, you. Irony. Yeah, capitalist, you. <laughs> I'm going to sell you a shirt for $50. No, you should give it to me. You're a, you're a socialist. <laughs> but it costs money. Oh, it costs money? What? what is, oh, you're saying you have to be a capitalist because you're in a society that's that's full of capitalism. Oh, gotcha. Okay. They didn't give it to you. Therefore, you can't give it away. Kind of sounds like what I learned in Econ 101, that there's no free lunch. So socialism kind of <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, it's like the meme I shared the, this the, this week. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, so there's uh, there's capitalism where, you, where you're out, you're fishing. And then, you know, as a capitalist, you've got your bucket and you've, you've put all your fish in that bucket that you've caught. And socialism is they're fishing in your bucket. <laughs> I like, that's that's fair that's fair yeah you pile in the bucket and then you know oh my gosh but so yeah aoc is usually my favorite target because of her economics degree it just it's the best it's not because i want to date her i really don't um god that'd be awful i'd, I'd have to build a stable um so <laughs> you would be unstable yeah, that's i would sure. be unstable hey, in my stable well, she'd have one eye looking at you and the other one looking for you so <laughs> I wonder if someone just kind of rattles her a little bit. If, if you hear that, you hear a pop, you hear just banging around in there. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Tlaib, just this one. I just, when she brought up the cancer, I just, I don't know. It would just bother me so much. And um, I love how all of these, I, I, I'm so happy that the chase CEO went first. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy he went first because I think the other business people, and yeah, I know I use the politically correct term, but there were men and women. I don't feel like breaking it down by company. Um, I think the other ones would have folded. I think they would have tried to say the right thing. But since he was so brazen and he came out and just like said, no, and that's going to, you know, that's going to spell hell for America. I was like, this, this is fantastic. So the other ones were like, they weren't outspoken, but they were definitely like, yeah, I mean, we do what he does. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> that, Cause I think she was Same. thinking like, but your equity score will go down. And he's like, and my money will keep going into my pocket. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Social equity goes down. Finances keep going up. We don't care. Moral of the story is get yourself a Chase Bank uh, account today. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, you're pitching for Chase now. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have in the past, but, you know. I've had one for a while. Yeah. I've had one I'd, for quite a while. I'm already I, in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> already yeah. got an account. Sterling. Oh man, we have one of them among us. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, all the banks, all the banks that were there were, yeah, saying, were, yeah. were agreeing that. Yeah, they all agreed. So yeah, just open up a bank account, certainly, uh, and and hopefully, um, you know, with with that, with with them knowing that they could they could do that and tell the government that, uh, they also realize that they're not too big to fail, and they don't try to clamor for those uh, subsidiaries when they go to like the too big to fail again because it's, it's that bubble's coming well oh, that, that's the problem right <laughs> so the, the the issue is we're looking we're looking at a looming recession yeah and then suddenly the banks start failing actually they're they're probably not going to because they're not over they're not they're not over lending like they did before yeah yeah predatory um, lending as they called it yeah they're not over lending <laughs> at this point and so i think they i think they understand at this point that if you speak out against the government you're probably not going to get help and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm just not going to be in a position where I need your help. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> he probably realized that uh, conservatives will keep, keep putting their money in the bank yeah. account. Who, who's bringing the money? Yeah. They're the ones and, with hope, jobs. and hope they don't run out of business. Yeah. The banks. 
Right. Because it happened in New York. I had about $1,000, not much money in the bank in New York. They all ran out of business, the banks over there. Yeah. And <laughs> we all lost our money. So let's hope that don't happen again. Yeah, the FDIC yeah. should have covered that. They should should have. <laughs> That's weird. I never got my money back. Wow. Have you, have you, I mean, honestly, this isn't a joke. I know I joke all the time, but have you done any of those, um, you know, like, uh, search where you can search up your name or your name, social security oh, number, something like that, where you unclaimed, have you looked for unclaimed money? Because the FDIC should have covered that. Yeah. Yeah, you might uh, have a New York unclaimed. Yeah. You may have some money just floating around. They're getting think, interest on. I think that all that was sort of like a racket. I don't know. Oh, what gotcha. Happened. Gotcha. It oh. just, it's just banks just, just evaporated. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I tried to get my money back. <laughs> the Bank of Al went away. <laughs> Sounds like roofers for me. <laughs> right? The money goes out. The roof doesn't come in. No. I get a quote. I get the money. The roof doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, they call that a bait and switch. <laughs> At least the second time I kept the money. Yeah. The first time they took it too. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. <laughs> the hard way, I guess. Uh, well, uh, Anybody else have anything else you want to add? I think we'll go to a closing prayer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I've had a great time so far, guys. Well, too. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see how this closing prayer goes, though. I don't <laughs> want to speak too soon. Uh, Father God, thank you for these gentlemen at this table here. Uh, thank you for this time with them. Uh, we've certainly had some fun in fellowship here. Hopefully we've uh, reached someone, uh, even if it's just one person, Lord. Uh, we know that we've uh, we've done our job here uh, to glorify you, Lord, and uh not only that, but hopefully we've made a few people uh, laugh and and and, uh, and not uh, not have any hate in their heart. Uh, and if they do, hopefully they hit the like button, I mean, <laughs> the share button, the comments, and all that stuff, and subscribe. Lost <laughs> uh, your hate. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, I also want to thank you uh, once again for for bringing Mr. Hess uh, through his procedure because uh, that, that's just a huge blessing to see that he's at home and he's uh, he's recovering. Um, Thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I think that about wraps it up for the show. I want to thank everyone here. I'm going to start to my left. Sterling, our amazing producer. Normal, Normally our amazing producer. Normally, yeah. Perfect, Normally. perfect producer. Uh, don't, uh, if you, you know, he doesn't have a show yet. I don't know if we'll ever talk him into the show, but apparently if you go to the gym, you'll find him getting buff and uh, protecting the, the ladies there from all the lugheads. That's what it is. Uh, Across from him, we have the host of, go ahead, just pitch it. I like when you say it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't 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 say, hey, what kind of show are we going to have or anything like that earlier, so you didn't get to drop that, but I wanted you to say your show. Uh, Really big show today. Louie, fantastic as always. Thank you. I'm happy to be back on here with you. We missed you last time. Hopefully everything's okay. What kind of a show did we have today, Louie? A really big show. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck it in there. Yeah. Way, to, way to get the call back there. Absolutely. Of course, your host, I'm just the guest host, your, your host, day in and day out. You guys definitely love him. I know you do because that's why you're back here. Yeah, this, this extremist threat here. <laughs> Who brought the message tonight, taught us a little bit about lust, and uh, Josh Cummins. Thank you for having me. 
I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. You're you're very welcome, welcome you're sir. Very you're very welcome, welcome, sir. We may bring you on again. I'm just saying. <laughs> prepared for us to reach out. On and I am your guest host, thankful guest host, even if it was a surprise, um, <laughs> and normal normal host of Laughing Libertarian, Alan McFarland. I hope you guys again like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Make sure to come back next week. And the email info at revolverbroadcasting.com. Hit us up. I, we just want to, from all of us here at Revolver, thank you. Have a great week. Yeah.